to all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of Audio Podcast Land, and welcome to another episode of Red Harvest, a Deadlands Noir actual play podcast. I am your lovely Marshall, or Game Master, for this amazing game, Mikey. You can follow me on my personal social medias, at PopCultureGeek, and you can also collectively follow us here at D&D Vime Tribe Production, Make sure to give us a like and follow to stay up to date on everything that is going on here at the Vibe Tribe, because there is a lot, a lot of actual play podcasts, a couple of pop culture podcasts. And you may or may not now hear me on a teacher podcast that just recently released, so that should be a good time. But, you know, hey, what do I know? But, of course, I can never do these things alone, so I have my probably my most favorite chaotic crew that I could ever ask for. <laughs> and so I we're going to let them introduce themselves, plug any projects they got going on, and then uh, we'll just get started. So any meeny miny mo, Tanner boy, you will be the first to go. Hello, everybody. Uh, everyone here knows me as Tanner. You may know me as Grisquatch from over on TikTok. Uh, I'm also a part of a company called The Cantrip Cast. You may have heard of them. I am on The Cantrip Cast Secrets of Alteran that airs on Fridays on Twitch at 8.30 Central Standard Time. I am also one of the co-writers of Benji's Guide to Rantookie Island, which is a third-party 5th uh, edition island setting campaign. So that's super exciting. I wrote all the magic items for that book, and I'm super stoked to see how everyone feels about it. So, yeah. <laughs> we love to see it. Alrighty. So the next person that's going to do their introduction is going to be Kilt. Oh, is it my turn already? Hello, everyone. I'm Kiltman42, and that's basically it. I play Barry the Goblin. Your local purveyor of fine wines and spirits. Oh my gosh. I uh, I missed that voice. I know. Everyone does. <laughs> Alright. Next player up joining us as always is going to be the one and only Jace. How's it going everybody? I'm JC Vanguard find me on tiktok uh i have some videos on there i'm now starting to build gundams on there in lives i should be doing a live again maybe tuesday um i am the crazy but weird grifter of this game and i play with the devil and i should not do that bullshit <laughs> uh you dance with the devil, and this time you won, but, you know, 
was to say that luck will keep up. And of hey, course, last the devil in the family life. <laughs> mm, OK, so of course, last but not least, the last player that is joining us for this amazing game is Josh. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Josh. Uh, I also go by MG Preacher, and my dog is currently barking his head off. <laughs> um, you can follow me on TikTok at, at MG Preacher. Uh, uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at MG Preacher Mark Two. And today I will be playing Chris Remington, a uh, former Marine. In that a private eye. Excellent. Alrighty, and with those introductions out of the way, let's jump into tonight's episode proper with a bit of a recap. So, last time on Red Harvest, a lot went down after, you know, and we were following our intrepid uh, investigative crew as they were dealing with the aftermath of a variety of things some of them well one of them ended up winning a game with the devil himself but and now uh, <laughs> has a, a connection to him and can call on him for help whenever he wants to who's to say go listen to the last couple episodes to figure out who that was Someone had a near knife death experience while getting the snoo snoo and coming to find out that uh, <laughs> they were being tapped and not in the way that you're thinking to <laughs> get some information and looking for uh, working for the marshals, apparently. So we'll still see what comes of that. Others were just, you know, minding their own business. And then someone also got visited by a ghost for some reason. Mm, emotional trauma, but who knows anything about that? <laughs> but our intrepid investigators ended up coming together in one of the uh, empty lounges in the Devil's Playground. And we've come to find out that the good old mob princess that hired them to begin with is some sort of witch belonging to some sort of coven and is about to explain to them that uh, they just stepped into a whole lot of, oh no. <laughs> and that is where we're gonna pick up. So just as a quick reminder, your mob princess <laughs> has revealed herself to be, her true name to be Sardonyx and her moniker is the Scarlet Witch. So the flapper gear gone now she's just dressed in all black with your typical mm, fashionable but typical kind of big brim witch's hat and now she has long cascading hair and curls in this bright red kind of number going on and it seems that she got a little bit taller per se but yeah she once she finishes with her change, she kind of just looks at all of you and says, ah, now that I've gotten out of that and I'm in something more fitting, where would you boys like to start? At a loss of words, are we? 
You could say that. I know it comes a bit of a shock, but... You'll get used to it the more you see me in this form. Suddenly, this person with, you know, abilities. Very transforming. <laughs> I am also very confused. <laughs> You're always confused. She kind of looks around at all of you. Well, you can't give away all your secrets pride away and I needed to make sure that you four were somewhat capable and you've all passed with flying colors for the most part and she looks directly at you Miles and says especially since one of you was able to have a connection now with the Deva of Greed how did you I manage that? I have no idea what you're talking about Nope, 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 nope. I don't, I did not have a connection with him. I just beat him. The kinky way. I mean, the card way. That could be irreplaceable, dear. That was the weirdest game of cards I've ever played. And the but you're still here, so you won. For now. You have no idea what you just got survived, do you? You mean not having my soul, body, and mind ripped from me, and the, you know all of my friends' soul, body, and mind that he made me put on the table with me? Oh. If anything, I survived trauma. Hmm. <laughs> okay. And she kind of turns from you, Miles, and looks at the other three. What your friend is trying to say is that he came in contact with the entity that I'm trying to eliminate, or the few entities, I should say how he survived a game with the Deva of Greed. Whether it's dumb luck skill matters not to me. Uh, I, I mean, you could say he's on our side now? Is that true? I mean, in a sense, I formed a pact with him. I'm going to have to look at that contract later. It's... I don't know if you can. Yeah. I got nothing from here. I mean, if you could pull my heart out, you could probably see it. Don't tempt me. Well... I wouldn't recommend it. You're gonna need it to kind of 
live, I guess. But there is a way, with your permission, that we could see exactly what happened. Uh, I'm not gonna like this, am I? It's pain. It's mostly painless. Just try not to move. Oh, well, I hope you guys experience trauma like I do. Here you go. So, Sardonyx walks over to you, and with her hand, she kind of holds still and kind of puts her two, her index and her middle finger from both of her hands and kind of touches the temple of your head. Now, you're going to feel a little bit of a tingle. That is normal for what is about to happen. But whatever you do, just stay still. The more you mess with the connection, the worse it's going to be for you. As long as he doesn't shit himself, I'll be happy. Well, that I tux can't... is rented. <laughs> that is true. So. Sardonyx is going to touch the temple of your head and she begins to chant something in some sort of language that you have no idea what it is. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you guys. This is great. So she begins to chant, and including you, Miles, all of you can begin to see, kind of think of it as like if a thought bubble from a cartoon were to actually materialize above Miles. And as she's looking through the memories, no, not that one. No. Oh my, no, not that one. <laughs> Wow, hey, stay a... out of my sex life. You have a sex life? As she keeps going, Ooh, you have a lot of interesting secrets, but where? Ah, here it is. Hold still. And she kind of presses into your temple a little bit harder. You could start to feel some static kind of cling coming from your temple, Miles, as she pushes in. Now stay still as I hone into this. Gotta focus. <laughs> ah, there we go. And right above you, you guys see prob without going into too much detail, you guys witness the entirety of the uh, card match, which includes what exactly Miles was playing with or the entity he was playing with. You also saw that to up the ante, your guys' souls were in play as well as part of betting chips. And then you see the subsequent end of the match where Miles indeed has gained the service of the Deva of Greed known as Antilok. And should Miles ever need his help, all he needs to do is call upon him but it is going to cost him, and depending on what he wants Antilok to do, well, Miles will have to pay the price for whatever it is that needs to be done, I guess. And then with that, Sardonyx kind of releases her hands from your temple and kind of just with her fingers brushes off what seem to be charred bits of your skin. And she's like, huh, that went better than the last person I did this on. At least you're still alive. What does that mean? That means the last person's dead. 
also, while that was a very bold move on your part, uh, I would prefer to know if my soul is being bargained for in the future. Like, I knew mine was going to be up for sale. I give snap. I believe. Who, me or Miles? Me. Miles. Miles. It's whoopsh. Well, I couldn't have done it any better myself. But anyway, you, my dearest, my dearest copy poo, uh, you were getting your your uh, <clears throat> freak on. Ah, uh, I wouldn't. Okay, yeah, you caught me. Caught you? I damn near served you. Hmm. Well, it wasn't all fun and games. Fire. You enjoyed it. Yeah. You didn't even see her. I mean, I've seen the women that were in that, that, you know. I think, uh, I think I can kind of get a gist of what he's had. Please, details. I mean, I don't kiss a tail. Hot. She had long legs. She had nice legs. She was a Texas Ranger. Okay. At the mention of Texas Ranger, Sardonyx is going to perk up. I beg you pardon. The Texas Rangers are involved with you. Oh, gods, what now? as she kind of just sighs and massages the temple of her nose. That part was supposed to be kept secret. Well, unfortunately, now that it is out in the open, I have to ask you this, and Sardonyx looks at you What exactly is it that they wanted you to do? Or, or what did they ask you for information? I am not able to say. Okay, well, I'm not going to probe you any further for information. But now that you I might like that. Mm. Honey, when you've been alive for 200 years, you kind of pick up a couple of tricks along the way. I like to play the long game, if you will. <laughs> Make him work for it. Work, 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 work. <laughs> Let me see how huh? work. work, work. <laughs> I but that's besides the point. My, my, your friends have a funny way of showing that they care for you, Miles, by smacking you upside the head. Trying to make sure he has a brain. Whether, whether it be smart or foolish that you entered a contract with the Deva of Greed is besides the point, but here we are now. And now that you have the Deva of Greed, that only leaves three more for us to recapture so that brings yeah. me 
Oh, yes, that's where I wanted to talk to you. Somehow, you stumbled your way into recapturing the Deva of Greed, and since you seem to be mostly capable, I would like to hire you guys to help me recapture the three remaining Devas that are still out here in New Orleans. I'm not gonna like where this goes. I already don't like where it is. Well, unfortunately for you four, you are drawn into this, whether it be by fate, whether it be some sort of other plan and work. You four are now entoiled in this. So I figured that we work together instead of against each other. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Since the early times of New Orleans, you should all be aware by now of how mysticism and all types of supernatural stuff tend to be at the forefront when it comes to our good old city. And throughout the history of this place, all types of things have gone down from voodoo cults to mass serial killers, all kinds of things ranging from A to Z as sort of the supernatural and psychological things going on have plagued the city. And thus, when chaos runs rampant, it begins to take form. And unfortunately, it took the form of those seven devas. For a variety of reasons, the negativity and all the debauchery and vices that the city has to offer took a physical form. And those forms begin to feed, began to feed onto the public of New Orleans until me and my sister stepped in to put an end to their fun, so to speak. Unfortunately, those damned Texas Rangers messed it all up when they accidentally re released them back into the public, so now I have to clean up after their mess and hopefully they don't get any bright ideas and try to capture them on their own. Since you recaptured the Deva of Greed, that only leaves three left. Which is where I want your help, but I don't know if you're gonna like when I tell you which three I need your help with getting back. Is the Deva of Lust involved? Ding, ding, ding. That's one of them right there that's still out there. That's on you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, if no one else will volunteer, I mean, I guess I will. I volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's one of them. The other two that are still out there on the run is the Deva of Wrath. And then last but certainly not least, everybody's favorite, the Deva of Gluttony. Why do I have a feeling that's going to come very close to home?
Who's to say? Like I said, whether it was fate or some sort of plan at work, you four have come in contact with something that no mere mortal should have ever, but here we are. So, so bypassing all the pleasantries. So, let me get this straight. We have the Deva of Greed. We have the Deva of Lust. We have the Gluttony. The Deva of Wrath. So, we have one Deva exactly. And the, the, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have a Deva for every bit of kind of how we are. We have the former Marine, so he would be the Deva of Wrath. We have, you know, apparently a very lusty uh, cop over here. And we have a bartender that drinks like no tomorrow. So, why is it that there's a coincidence that for all of our personalities, there's been a Deva? Your guess is good as mine, Miles. But that is something I'm willing to look into. But of course, only if you agree to help. And by all means, if you choose not to, I cannot force you. But what I can promise is, is that if we do work together, I can offer my help in any way possible. really in the matter because either way you will come in contact with these devas it's just a matter if you're gonna bumble it by yourselves work with me or and I highly recommend against it if you somehow want to work with the Texas Rangers in this matter you're involved with it whether you want to be or not but how hard or how easy your path is going to be is completely up to you. Well, I'm certainly not going after all this alone. You won't have to. I mean, I've already put your lives on the, your souls on the line, so I might as well continue the journey. Oh, it sounds like three of you are already willing to jump headfirst into this. And what say first. you, Mr. Gary? I will definitely have to consult the rest of the goblins. But I'll stick it with my good buddy, at least. Well, drinking buddy. I mean, he's one of my best customers. Well then, it sounds like all of you are in agreement. So, without further delay, I think it's time you read the rest of my sisters. And she kind of just walks up to 
what appears to be one of the exits to the uh, doors to the lounge, kind of normally leading outside. She kind of opens it, and as you guys take a look at the open doorway, you see that, oddly enough, it is very bright, even though it is currently nighttime in New Orleans. And she kind of nonchalantly just looks at you. Shall we get going? Yeah, we shall. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, welcome to the inner sanctum. As she walks through the door and just disappears. <laughs> well, that's a handy little uh... trick. I shove him through the door. <laughs> Someone had to go first. Alright. I stick my hand. I stick my hand through the door. Just my hand. So you stick your hand in. Hold on. Okay, so you're gonna stick your hand in? You can pull it out? Uh-huh. You can stick it back in? Okay. I can shake it all about. Oh, I can do the hokey pokey and get your ass in the fucking door. Kind of boot him in the door. Yeah, I walk in. So Chris gets booted into the door. All right, Pete. So Gary, I'm assuming you go into the door too. Uh, who's not in the door yet? So it is currently you and our private investigator. All right, let's go, Dick. <laughs> and you just put him into yeah, the door. Just, yeah, I just grab him by his collar, just push him along or pull him along, mm. and then in he goes, and then I go. Okay. So as the four of you at different intervals enter the door, uh, Miles and Hank, you guys kind of end up stumbling to the floor after being thrown and kicked into the door by Gary. Chris and Gary, you guys are more fortunate to kind of just be on your feet as you enter, but as you go through the door... Honey, we're not in New, or New Orleans anymore, or at least any part of it that looks familiar. As you take a look at the surroundings, you all find yourself... It seems to be some sort of cathedral. But it is... Somehow it is still kept well, though it's showing its age with the decay of some of the walls and even some of the stained glass is a little bit broken. But for the most part, it's still in good order. And as you look around, you see Sardonyx ahead of you, kind of sitting in a chair on top of the altar of this cathedral, but then surrounded her kind of in a half semicircle shape is a variety of different witches like Sardonyx, but with different hair colors, different styles of gear that they're wearing and of different backgrounds and ethnicities too. And Sardonyx looks at you for, well, 
welcome to the inner sanctum. Have a seat, boys. As she kind of gestures her hand and four chairs appear in a nice little neat row in front of her and her sisters. Can I go back through that door now? No. Nope. Sit in the chair. So, as the four of you take your seats, Sir Donix walks over to you two. Well, uh, you four, sorry. And she says, let me give you a little rundown as to what exactly it is that you are going to uh, need to do for us. As long as it's not a rub down. Oh, honey, that's for later. And you have to earn He's your He's first. <laughs> as she kind of caresses your chin, Gary. You gotta earn that one for yourself, hun. <laughs> You're not my type doll. Hmm. A man of true honesty. I appreciate that. So, as I mentioned, we need your help in getting the, the last three remaining devas. However, what needs to be said is once we get those three, we're going to need your help in resealing them up. As she kind of going back to the altar, which is covered in this white sheet, she kind of pulls it up. And as she pulls the cover off, reveals a very gothic and sinister looking coffin. Now, if you four would be so kind to come take a closer look as to what it is that we're trying to prevent. No, no, I'm cutting that out so damn quick. Uh, I love ruining. I love ruining a bit. <laughs> Alrighty. So, I'm assuming that the four of you are going to make your way up to the coffin. <laughs> yes. Uh, unfortunately, we are currently missing one. Guys, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> oh boy. I thought it was brought to us by Raid Shadow Legends. I mean that too. <sighs> oh, Josh Orca, boy. Orca. There he is. There he is. Sorry. You good. All right, so resume recording. So as the four of you walk up to this coffin, like I said, it is very gothic style. It is an obsidian kind of metallic black trimming across this thing. And as you look at the top of this coffin, in the center of it is kind of this dial of some sort with seven spaces evenly carved out into this circular kind of shape. I'm sorry, you're saying something? Oh, sorry, I forgot to mute myself. I am so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. 
And so as you're looking at this obsidian black coffin and you notice that the center of it has this metallic kind of lever in a circular shape with seven indentation in it, you can see that three of those indentations are filled already with some sort of crystal-like sphere embedded into them. You see one that's purple, you see one that's blue, and you see one that is green. And Sardonyx looks at you for and says, Now, as I mentioned, there are three of these devas still out there. We were lucky enough to get Pride, Sloth, and Envy, thus seeing the purple, blue, and green gems respectively of those devas. And of course, now, looking at you, Miles, you have the Deva of Creed. We now only have three left to find. Unfortunately, if we don't find those in time, New Orleans as it is now is not going to be standing anytime soon. As she kind of wipes off the top of the coffin, which looks to have been fogged up at this time, but as she kind of removes the fog from it, you see this horrifying visage, kind of very pale looking individual inside of this coffin skin looks to be very rotted and dried out. Think of like a raisin with all the wrinkles and just how dry the skin is. Teeth is some are missing yellow. Think and basically the best description I can give is think of the Crypt Keeper from <laughs> that TV show. But more decayed, more ugly looking, and seeming to be in a catatonic state within this. That, my friends, is the Crypt Keeper. Should he be released into the world, pardon my French, but we are fucked, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, that sounded German to me. So what Nine. you're saying is, as long as he stays where he is, we're fine. Yes. As long as he stays within the coffin, the world can go on being its, well, somewhat normal self. And I'm assuming we've already tried nailing the lid shut. Yeah, we put in a call and then it didn't necessarily work out for us. They seem to be very picky about what you call them for. And plus, I don't think they like us all too much, but hey, you know, that's neither here nor there. But anybody else have any ideas? Well, technically, Mary 
before he decided to stick it. Not Mary. Mary. My cousin. Before he, we put him in just the, into the workhouse, into, you know, in the warehouse, he was a mortician. Maybe he knows something about sealing coffins. I could always ask. Now, hun, while that is an awesome idea, need I remind you, you're dealing with some demonic beings here, so I don't think a regular coffin ceiling is going to do the trick. Unless your cousin is some sort of arcane undertaker, then that's a different story. Well... Truth be told, I don't know much about what, um, what Sari does. Because Sari's kind of secretive. I'd have to inquire, but to do that, I have to go through Barry and Airy, and that can be tricky. I have some connections. I'll, I'll I'll see what I can do on that end. I might have to just deal with Mary. Just, I guess. By all means, do. If you could find out more, that actually might be a good step in the right direction. In the meantime, we're also doing our own research here, and the best bet is to try to recapture the remaining devas in order to keep this thing sealed. Well, there is one other thing that I do need to make you all aware of. As all of you probably have already noticed, things have gotten more interesting and your lives are about to get a little more busy, is the best and nicest way to put it. You are about to embark on things that no mere mortal can ever fathom. So, and I'm not saying that it will come to this, but I would make sure that your affairs are in order. Just in case things go sideways. I hate asking you to help us like this, but we're really at a loss. I'll make some arrangements on my end and have a few conversations. And I might have to give up the bar. Well, you know how I mentioned earlier that everyone is kind of got something to tie into the Dave, as you've mentioned. Um, so if we do this other than the destruction of New Orleans and possibly the world, um, 
What's in it for us? I love the businessman, Miles, but it is a fair question. Ladies, if you will. And she kind of just snaps her fingers and a few of the sisters kind of four of them come bringing up these huge kind of briefcases and all four of them simultaneously kind of still holding them open them up and there is probably an undisclosed amount of moolah way much more than any of you have ever or will come close to seeing in your lifetime oh Okay, so where do I sign? <laughs> and I get this before we do this, right? But this is this is now. This is payment for now, and there's gonna be more later. Oh, honey, you will get some of it now, but you will get all of it in increments. The more that you're successful in recapturing the devas. Okay, so where do I sign? Well, you all have seen the inner sanctum and you're still alive, so we'll call that the contract. That sounds good enough for me. Easiest contract signing? I was about to argue with it. Of course. Probably the easiest job the PI has ever gotten. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, then. Oh, one other thing. And kind of from her cleavage area, she kind of... She tosses you, Gary, a set of keys. For agreeing to help us with this, you guys, should you choose to use it, there is a nice little apartment for you all off of the French Quarter, should you want to use that as your home base, free of rent, all amenities and provided to you. Of course, that is if you want to use it. You may use your own lodgings currently to stay and sleep but you have another option just in case how close is it to uh my speakeasy (laughs) that is a great question so where would you say your speakeasy is located (coughs) fuck i didn't prepare for this one My, how the tables have turned. I haven't been to the quarter in decades, okay? So you have to forgive me. <laughs> it's okay. And I'm actually dead serious. I miss going home. Oh, buddy. When she pulled out those keys, Chris is just kind of sitting there, just kind of under his breath. He goes, well, that's a handy briefcase. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. So, well, like Hank, I've also got that one thing where I'm a, how do you pronounce it, a lech? Yeah. Okay, I got it. 
Um, so basically, um, it's going to be near Canal Street. Well, I, I say near Canal Street, but it's going to be off of the corner of, I want to say Conti and St. Louis. Okay. Which is right behind the Louisiana Supreme Court. Okay, so Conti in St. Louis. Let me make sure to write this down. <laughs> There's a music club there called Fat Cats. <laughs> and a so. Dixieland factory outlet gift shop. Wait, hold on. No, I don't want to hold on. Sorry, uh, there's a bar that my grand my, my grandfather used to drink at in the quarter, and I'm trying to relocate. Oh, anywho's. So before saying anything else, uh, Sardonyx orders her sisters to each give you a payment for a job well done in collecting the Deva of Greed. So she gives you now we can calculate inflation and all that later. And given the time period that this is in, you each roughly get about $250. Oh, <laughs> money. La dinero, the l'argent. And specifically, as you're handed your cash, Miles, she says. And there's plenty more where that came from. Now, be careful not to satiate your greed for too long. Because who knows, it might come to bite you in the butt and kind of gives you a wink before heading off. Well, it hasn't bitten me yet. Well, I hope it's uh, so hopefully it doesn't anytime soon, Miles, as you're hearing a voice in your head. I don't like that. What did you expect? That I wouldn't be communicating with you and seeing what's going on? Not in my head. Can you watch me when you're not around? Do you really want an answer to that, Miles? Or... Kind of. Of course. Remember, I am now in your service, which means we have entered into a pact of contract of some sort. I work for you, so I need to make sure I keep an eye on my business arrangements, if you will. Mm. I want to keep that in mind, but I also want to go I figure out how to block it. <laughs> Oh, you already are the victim, Miles. I am in your service. <laughs> but of course, everything in life comes with a cost. 
The question is, when the time arises, how much are you willing to give in order to save yourself? Myself or everyone else? Because you do remember I'm a greedy son of a bitch and like to live. Anyway. Well, of course, which means watching you make this decision is going to be fun for me. Are you sure you're not a damn upgrade? <laughs> oh, Miles. Greed comes in all forms, shapes, and sizes. I don't make people greedy. I just play on the things that they desire the most. I don't like this. <coughs> oh my. Don't worry, Miles. I won't interfere with your little mission with your friends. I can't. That's part of the agreement that we made. But you got off very easy with just a card game. And I'm glad the card game's over, but it seems like I'm going to regret it later. Well, only time will tell. And for you and your friends, let's just hope my siblings are in a good mood when you find them. I hope it's not me this time. <laughs> You've had your fun, Miles. You already have me in your service. And in my head, and in my brain, and I can't have a solid thought to myself, nor privacy. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I love this. She knows when you compilate. She knows when you palm that card, so don't pickpocket that, pickpocket that person for goodness sake. <laughs> I mean, it is the Dave of Greed speaking, so... <laughs> uh, don't worry, Miles. I won't be... Well, no. I won't be as intrusive. I'm just going to see how this all plays out. <sighs> Stay in your amulet and leave me alone. Well, most certainly. I think you are probably the funnest host that I've ever had in my lifetime. Fuck. And with that, the voice in your head goes away. So as the four of you recollect yourself, Sardonyx after giving you the money and the keys, she says, we will look into more of the other three devas and see what we can find. And I will get in contact with you all when you are needed to complete your next mission, your next case, if you will. In the meantime, not a word of this to anyone. Especially those idiotic Texas Rangers. As she looks at you, Hank. You mm. know who exactly I'm talking about, don't you, love? Not a word. 
Now, um, Mr. Gromex, hypothetically, if, if we all decided to use the apartment uh, that you so graciously provided us, do we still have to go back to uh, our abodes to gather our uh, our effects, or will by some chance they be there when we get to that uh, apartment you provided us? Well, should you want to, and she kind of once again snaps her fingers, you see that for you, Chris, your most important valuables are in boxes as they magically appear in front of you. We can have this moved over and set up for you, should you wish. Of course, that's only if you wish to use the apartment. If not, you can continue to use your quaint little office. Now, me, myself, I would prefer the, uh, the apartment. Uh, that, that office that I have is getting a bit stuffy. Oh, of course. And we could have your things all ready for you to go. That's as quick of a flick of my finger. Is that what you wish? Excuse me. Excuse me. Thank you. Well, ultimately, it comes down to the uh, the proximity of where else uh, everybody else that my compatriots I don't want to be too far away well, I will leave that decision up to you you have the keys so you all can make that decision at a different time it is getting a little bit in the wee hours of the morning, so I say get some rest. You all have deserved it. And I look forward to meeting with you all once again. And with the wave of her hand, the four of you end up being surrounded by a kind of mist like whirlwind. You can feel the cold air and the wetness of the mist kind of as it brushes past your faces and your skin and once it dissipates you find yourselves back inside of the lounge at the devil's playground but it is oddly very quiet as if all of the life that it once housed has completely been silenced So like that, nothing's there. Why do we keep being thrust into weirder and weirder conversations and things? I do not know. I also somehow feel like this is all the cop's fault. On that note, we need to start figuring out how this magic business works, because it seems like the further we do go into this, the more we're going to be dealing with it. 
what 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 magic as I'm holding his gun I smack miles grab the gun would you stop stealing his weaponry here you go I Wait. didn't touch it again I could be talking to you or the do you know what's stop behave yourself It's handy. Don't care if it's handy. Keep its hand to itself. Well, as, as far as the arcane or magic as they've called it, I mean, I have some knowledge. But again, it's only what I've able to do myself and the little street magician thing obviously it's a ploy like I, I actually do know some things I mean I can do this and uh, Miles holds his hand out and just kind of you see like a glowing light in his hand as he smacks like a just like an electric bolt goes to the wall. I could do that. But, like, I don't know what else we could do. Paying attention. Oh, Jesus. I said, well, as far as magic goes, I only know it a little. I can do this as my hand glows and I point it to a wall and like a lightning bolt arcs out and strikes the wall and you see a little singe mark on the wall. Well, that's uh, shocking there, Sparky. Hopefully it's useful. As he aims and shoots the drink out of his hand. I wasn't drinking in game, just in right now. <laughs> Hank Hank makes finger guns and tries to <laughs> do the same. I don't think it works like that, Hank. <laughs> but how neat would it be if it did? Out of, I... out of character moment. Look, you, you Hakusho, this ain't gonna be this fucking spirit gun. Spirit <laughs> detective! Y'all literally could be the cast of you, you Hakusho. <laughs> I mean. I'm Kuwabara! Yes, you are. Hey, um, would, that make, would that make JC's character Hihei? Oh my god, yes! <laughs> We're at the we rewatch that just so we can get the context. I know who he is, but he is the short magic guy that with the sword. That's yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Listen, we didn't say anything about him being sharp. 
Here, hold on. I got this. Yeah, there you go. That's the hairstyle. <laughs> the Vegeta wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well, so... There's one more thing I could show you that's pretty cool. But again, I don't know much. Show and tell can come some other time. As okay. this is going on, Chris just walks over to the bar and pulls that poor small glass of scotch and just sits there. Just slowly. Well deserved. It's scotch. <laughs> Oh, so as you do this, Chris, it's going to be good. And so as you are drinking the scotch and kind of just contemplating all the life choices that you've made up to this point, you hear a very familiar voice kind of coming from next to you. Well, good old Chrissy boy, looks like you have found yourself into quite the predicament now, haven't you? Seems like complex situation to have a, a talent for finding me. <sighs> Don't worry about it. I can help you in any way that I can, but, uh, of course, you got these. Is it safe to call them friends, compatriots, amigos, whatever they are to you? But I think you'll be fine. I hope so, Jack. I hope so. I think you'll be alright, Chris. I think this will be good for you. Especially since there's a couple of pictures missing from that, uh, little film of yours you call a memory. Here's hoping that once you learn the truth, it will set you at ease. Maybe then I might actually get a decent night's sleep. Well, and then of course, once, other than that, once you find the truth, hopefully that means that we're no longer chained together as you take a look at the chain coming from your chest, Chris, attached to good old Jackie Boy's chest as well. You got, you got a point, point there. And don't get me wrong, I love spending time with you, but it would be nice to actually move on and not be stuck here. I, but know, I think it would make an interesting story. I don't blame uh. you at all for wanting to move on. <laughs> yeah, but. I will say, see. Nice. 
No, you moved. Damn it. <laughs> We're losing him. No, don't die on me, Josh. Okay, what oh, about now? I fine tuned again. Okay. And what about now? You don't good. move. <laughs> okay. So really quickly before we lose you again, you want to quickly give us a recap of that? Uh, what was the last thing that you uh, that that it came through? The last thing that came through was is that maybe you could move on. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't blame you at all, Jackie, for wanting to move on. As nice as New Orleans. It's been to me. This world is so screwed up. I, I mean, just that, taking up that it is. Drink of the scotch. <laughs> well, I see that you are in your contemplative state, so I'ma uh, leave you alone for now. But of course, if you ever need to talk to somebody, talk to your friends first. But if you need to talk to me, you know where to find me. By the way, I think the four of you are about to have a guest right now anyways. As he kind of slowly fades away. And coming from the entrance of the lounge, kind of as quiet as it is, the four of you hear like the click clack of heels. As walking in is Fabiana, the lounge singer that y'all were tasked of finding. And she looks at the four of you and says, My, it seems that we like to party after hours now, don't we? Yes, we what do. You, <laughs> you were gone for hours. I was getting worried that uh, I would never see you again. Did you I mean, we're at the apartment, right? We're at the lounge. Yeah, you guys got poofed back to the lounge. Oh, never mind. I thought we got poofed to the apartment. Never mind. Ignore me. I'm an idiot. It's all good. Yeah, it's... You guys left at about 11. It's now 3 in the morning. Where were you? We were away on business affairs. Ah, say no more. Well, anyways, uh... Sardonyx wanted me to tell you all. Or at least let you know that, well, actually, she just wanted me to go in and check to make sure you guys made it back in one piece. And I guess I completed my task because the four of you are still alive and walking and talking, so that's good. But it is getting a little, well, late, early, however you want to see it. But... Let me take you all home. Well, I'll have my driver drop you all off at your uh, places for a bit, if you wish. As I finish my scotch, I'd be, be uh, I just turn towards her and I. Well then, what about the rest of you? Yeah. 
That would be not uh, nice. We've had a pretty eventful evening. Uh, I think it'd be safe to say we should all probably wind down for the evening, or for the morning, get some rest, collect ourselves and our things, and reconvene at a later time. Yes, that does sound good. Well then, oh, my carriage awaits, so if you're ready, I will take you all home. Oh, and with that, Fabiana, oh, go ahead. You moved. The glass that I was drinking from, and I set it back on the shelf. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so you clean the glass, you put it on the shelf, and then the four of you with Fabiana make y'all's ways to the car, where she gets you guys in, and as the four of you, one by one, are being dropped off at your residences, Throughout the entire trip, the four of you kind of just look around at each other and take a look at the passing scenery of New Orleans at three in the morning. Now wondering exactly what kind of dark intentions and misadventures the four of you are about to have as you begin to explore the more sinister parts of New Orleans. And with that, we're going to end the episode there tonight <laughs> so like I said at the top it's just a lot of more plot and just RP stuff but man was it a lot of fun tonight so for those of you who tuned in thank you for listening to another episode of Red Harvest the Deadlands Noir actual play podcast when we come back with the next episode it's a kind of a little bit of a special where you get to hear us discuss our thoughts on everything that has transpired so far. And then for some god awful reason, I'm going to let my players give me some deep, like hot questions to ask and put me into the hot seat as they ask and pick my brain as to why I made decisions the way I did. So stick around for that fireside chat episode. But until then, Remember to love each other, take care of one another, and as always, let the good times roll. Until next episode, see y'all later. Mm -hmm.